Welcome to Hey Julie, a podcast about Big Brother, and I guess we'll continue to be about Big Brother because we have a celebrity Big Brother season coming on. I know, it's premiering this winter. I'm so excited. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, By the way, my name is Brett. I'm Danielle. We'll talk about some BB celeb news later. We're going to even draft a imaginary BB celeb cast later on in the episode. We'll talk about what happened in BB 23 this week. Uh, But first, Danielle, you said you have something that's really top of mind. That's like you just need to get off your chest. And I don't know what this is. But (laughs) I have several very important things I wanted to bring up on the podcast. (laughs) Um, The first of which is not too distant from Big Brother because it will air on our favorite network, CBS. It's a show that the announcement really made waves this week. It's a little show called The Activist. Have you (laughs) heard about this show? I very, very briefly, I have. Well, let me break it down. This show is about activists competing to go to the G20 summit (laughs) in order to get funding for whatever the fuck their project is. And they are paired, of course, with famous people because no one, I mean, who knows more about activism than celebrities? Than celebrities, yeah. And especially the celebrities in the picture, in the like art display that they shows, Usher, Uh Julianne Huff. Sure. And then actually the other person, oh, is Priyanka, Priyanka Chopra, Chopra Jonas. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so just a lot to unpack here. The the um the idea itself received a lot of flack on Twitter. Here's what I'll say. I'm definitely gonna watch <laughs> just to see how bad it is. I mean, he, hey activists, well, first of all. I don't believe that this is actually going to be real activists in this show. I think it's going to be like, you know, like the founder of Tom's Shoes or whatever. Not him, but like someone who's like, I've created a a reusable water bottle company. Like I'm the CEO of a company that makes money. And 20% of our proceeds go to like, you know, charitable causes. That's the type of person I think is going to be the competitor. That is I, my guess. I kind of just saw the headline. I'm still catching up a little bit. So is it is it like a inventor show? Is it like Shark Tank but with activism, it is like Shark- or is it like yes? Uh, From who's what the I little can tell, girl? Madeline, Madeline Thunberg. I I, I apologize. I'm probably <laughs> not getting her name right. Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. I don't know where Madeline Thunberg came from. Um, Madeline Albright. <laughs> yeah. No, like, is it just like? Hey, I've invented a boat that sucks up ocean plastics, or is it like stop being racist? And that's the competition. I think it's I think it's gonna be a mix of the apprentice because it's like they're gonna compete in challenges every episode. Where it's like, I mean, really, it's a show about marketing because the challenges oh, it's God. all gonna be judged on like how many likes your social media post oh, got. God. Oh god. Oh really? It's like a social media yes. thing? Oh no. It's this is like an annoying thing that brands do a lot where it's like, "Hey, during the World Series, we're going to donate uh $10,000 for every home run up to $150,000 to X foundation." Right. How about you just donate $150,000? <laughs> 
I mean, how yeah. about you just do that? Why yeah. do we need to make it a competition? Why does it need to be tied to how a baseball team performs or how many likes, how many retweets the spicy Canadian McNugget gets <laughs> before yeah. we donate? I know. Figure out the number I, that makes sense for your organization and donate that. And maybe shut up about it, too. Like, who cares? Listen, there's a lot. People have a lot of issues with this show. <laughs> the second that I saw the deadline tweet about this show, I went, that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> and I <laughs> I just, everyone's hating it. I, I think it premieres, I think it premieres this fall. So I'm definitely going to give it a watch. And I will report back. It sounds like absolutely horrible it's gonna be such a bad show it also is gonna contain like musical performances from oh, the yes. celebrities oh yes <laughs> um will julianne so hoff do a, a interpretive dance perhaps perhaps about about um, clean water access well that's the thing it's gonna be it's gonna be like the complete <laughs> antithesis of activism which is it's gonna be devoid of any politics so yeah, because it's, it's CBS. Be, yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's CBS, which means it has to uh, appeal to a broad base of so real Americans. Because it can't be climate change then. <laughs> too it, too hot, too hot for too hot. middle America. It can't be anything racism. Race no, yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's definitely a black <laughs> no, a hot. hot button issue. A hot button issue. It can't be. Uh, God forbid. It's not anything about like women's rights. No, that's no, that's Too not hot. good for the CBS audience. No. <laughs> yes. What the hell are the causes going to be? More happiness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. More positivity. Less sadness. Empowering girl bosses. <laughs> oh my god! No, that might be a little bit too spicy for them. We'll see. <laughs> so, I just in case you hadn't heard, I needed to bring this up. I have a couple other things I need to bring up. Sure. No. Yeah. Okay. Great. I love it. I watched the first episode this week of a little show called uh -oh. American Crime Story: Impeachment. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. It's it's a good, a solid start. I have to say, it's a solid start. It's not great. How's Paulson? Just acting, acting the day away with all that makeup. Oh my god! Well, honestly, yes, she she's great. <laughs> <laughs> she's great. She this character. I'm. We are both roughly the same age. Truly, we're yeah. We're and roughly I, and a year apart, as, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But as growing up in Canada at the time of this scandal, I knew of it peripherally, but I really didn't know that much about it. And now I'm starting to learn about it. So now this is going to be like a real education for me, this show. I did not know about Linda Tripp, but she seems in this show like a real piece of work. I didn't, I don't even really know what Linda Tripp's part in this was, but I remember Linda Tripp because in the late nineties, it was quite, it was quite uh, common. It was quite, what's the opposite of passe? It was quite in vogue, <laughs> vogue yeah. to be like, look at this ugly woman. Look how big and ugly she is. And like John yeah. Goodman would play her on SNL every week. My, so that's, like, what, that's my what I said. knew about her is it yeah. was just like, hey, look at that man in a wig, right? Right. So he was that like, was, she I, mean, was, I was like, like 10 woman. at the time. So that was my, I didn't, I didn't even know what she, what, what part she took in this at all, other than yeah. like, it was just great for 
late night comedy to make fun of her appearance. A hundred percent. He was like this. I just remember like he didn't know what her role was either, but he was like, but I just remember that like it seemed like everyone was just allowed to make fun of her for being ugly. Like it was yeah. just carte blanche, go nuts. Like for whatever reason, we all hate her. So make fun of her, her looks. So that's an interesting um, take when watching this show. I mean, but her personality seems like really shitty too. So that's what I'll say. I, I mean, I think that laid into it. Like, I, again, I was, uh, when did this take? It was 98? 97, 98? Yeah, late 90s. I'm, I don't remember that date. It was the late not, Yeah, it was in the second yeah. Clinton term. So it was, I think it was 97 or 98. So I was 10 or 11 at the time. Um, so I don't, I remember the broad strokes. There yeah. were, there was fellatio. There was lying about said oh, yeah. fellatio. There yeah. was impeachment because of the lying. And, you know, the, the time rolled on. Like, ultimately, time rolled you on. Know. And now Monica's back and she said, I'm taking back the narrative. Like, I think she consulted on this show. But I would so, imagine so, yeah. But it's it's a good start. And I'm just like, you know how Adam McKay is like, I'm going to make American history fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, Ryan Murphy's doing the same thing, but I actually think Ryan Murphy's doing a better job of it. Mm. Um, I thought the OJ show was incredible. And yep. this is a good start. So did just you watch, a heads up. Did you watch the Versace show? I tried, but I didn't, I, it didn't grab me. It was it, same. I got about halfway through. There's also just like, Kunanen is like a legit serial killer. And there's a lot of like, he kills Versace, but he also just kills a bunch of random people yeah. who are just like in the wrong place at the wrong time. And I don't, I have a hard time watching shows where like random people just get murdered. And so I, you know, that's. It was all right, but I, I had a hard time connecting with it, and there was just a little bit too, just a little bit too murdery for me. Right? Yeah. It. it I don't know if maybe when did that happen? Maybe it was like just that too was the long early nineties, I believe. It was like ninety two, ninety three, something like that. Yeah. I. I mean, I. T- I'll tell you what. I will see when we're talking about fashion and murder. The House of Gucci. Oh yeah. <laughs> with oh Lady yeah. Gaga. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, final thing, final thing that I just need to bring I'm so up. Stoked. Have you heard of a little show on Amazon Prime called Lula Rich? Absolutely not. OMG. Well, <laughs> have you heard of Lula Roe at all? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, Lula Roe is a clothing company. Well, it's an MLM, it's a it's a pyramid <laughs> scheme. Okay. But it was like it made billi- a billion dollars. It was this massive pyramid scheme that, like, every, <laughs> almost every suburban white uh, millennial mother got involved in in some way is what <laughs> it makes it seems like, okay? And this documentary sort of break- shows how they rose to such prominence and then their downfall. And I'm already on the episode where we're starting the downfall. It's very good. It has, I don't know why... The founders agreed to be in it, but they're in it. And it's Billy Billy McFarlane vibes or whatever that guy's name is um, from Firefest. Do they think it's like a different thing than what it is? Like, do they think it's about like their their they success? They have to. They oh well, I I, I think they're so on the, the fr- defense now yeah. that okay. that's the tack they're taking of like. We built a great business. It's a business that is legal. And a lot of people saw successes and we're proud. Like, you know, they have to just be yeah. totally on that 
Because- no, I mean, I was talking about this with a friend the other day. There's a whole like subgenre of documentaries about not great people who are alive and they're the subject of the documentary, but they think they're in a documentary about how great they are. Right. Uh, so anyways, like a Queen of Versailles comes up as like a, an oh, example yes. of that sort of um, documentary. Queen of Versailles, that woman appeared on another <laughs> reality show called Below Deck. As you know, oh I my gosh. Below Deck. She appeared as a guest on it and she came off horribly. Um, I think she just does suck. Some people just suck. And uh, speaking of sucking, <laughs> we're going to talk about um, Big Brother Celebrity US 3. Yeah. It's coming, baby. It's coming it's in the coming. winter. Um, I didn't I didn't watch BB Celeb 2. With Tom Green. With Tom and Green and I watched, I watched I watched it. Um, I don't know if I watched the whole thing, but I definitely watched some of it. We didn't pod about it, that's for sure. Right. And uh, I don't know, like, sure, whatever. I mean, maybe it might be good because as we've been joking about on the show for a little bit, like, it might be good to have, like, cracked people <laughs> on the show. Yes. Um, and it so might be we, the only thing that makes it interesting. Exactly. And celebrities who are, like, so desperate, who know how to put on a show. That's what I'll say. Yeah. You know, Big Brother sometimes gets lucky with these normies who realize that it's a TV show and they need to entertain us. And then we have a season like this season where, like, not so much. Um, But we both made lists. We both made some picks for who we'd like to see on Big Brother. Yeah. No, I mean, just one one thought beforehand is, like, just because I've been watching a lot of Big Brother lately. And I, as we've mentioned a few times, I've been watching a lot of Survivor. Like... Maybe a week to like do the full show of to do like a full round of Big Brother is too much. Like, a week, a week, you know, just a week, but you know, between for a full head of household veto eviction, like all that oh, stuff. Yes. I don't know, man. It it really seems like there's a lot of downtime and there's a lot of nothing going on. Yeah. As a viewer and as like a contestant of the show, and I know. Big Celebrity Big Brother is definitely a shorter run. I think the first one was like maybe three weeks or something like that. And yeah. I forgot the actual, you know, how it's spread short. up the game was. But like, man, Survivor gets as much done in a single hour that Big Brother does in three. And I don't know, maybe just in general, Big Brother just not doesn't need to be like 109 days, the longest ever. Like, maybe that's the wrong direction for the show to be in. And maybe, you know, to take a, a hint from UK Big Brother, where the celebrity version seems to be, as a someone who is kind of a foreigner and has like a passing knowledge, like, seems like Celebrity Big Brother is more popular in the UK. And maybe it just needs to be like a quicker thing with more unhinged, <laughs> disgusting people and like, <laughs> football wives on it (laughs) yes um totally well big brother does what like the um twilight movies and did and like harry potter movies did with the final um book where they're like oh shit this is the last movie we get to make for a while let's break it up into several parts (laughs) that's what big brother does they just stretch it out i know that's always been how it is and maybe there have been seasons where there's just been so much like how are you gonna fit it all into an episode and then there are seasons like this season where we get 
Big Brother music songs segment, which that we will the, get that to. That was good. That was good. We will get to it. <laughs> um, so I picked three boys and three girls for Celebrity Big Brother. And I did as well. So do you want me to go first? Sure. That sounds great. Okay. My first, this is a package deal. So I have to say two at the same time. Oh, okay. Okay. We got to have John Mulaney and Olivia Munn, baby. <laughs> Oh my God, Danielle, I do have Olivia Munn on my list. We need them. Okay. We need to see, let the, let's get the story straight and let's get it straight on Big Brother Celebrity. Thank you so much. Olivia Munn, no joke, is on my list. She's pregnant. Yeah. Emotions are going to be running high. Oh, She's yes. a former television host. Like she understands live television. She understands yeah. studio television. Like we all... All of us know her from her famous portrayal of an X-Man with three lines in an X-Man movie. Not but to she's, mention. She's from, she's a television vet. Oh, yes. Um, I have a set. We spoke before the show and I said, I have a thing to go. I have a, a question. I have a rant to uh-huh. go on about one of my BB celeb contestants. And it is Olivia Munn. And it's not actually about Olivia Munn. It's about John Mulaney. Okay. So I, I'm going to throw a question at you, and I need you to explain to me because I don't really have anything beyond this to say. I'll explain. Okay. Which is, why in the fuck are thousands of women obsessed with John Mulaney and like what he's doing with his penis and what he's doing with his nose and what oh, yeah. he's doing with his bloodstream online? He is a very popular comic, but he's not mm-hmm. like... He's not like Jerry Seinfeld or George Carlin. Right. And I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. And everywhere I go, there are always women in their 20s and 30s being like, here's the timeline of everything that's happened to John Mulaney (laughs) since he first took a a hit of blow in (laughs) 2006. (laughs) A true crime story. And I'm like, what? So I'm not wrong in noticing this, right? No, you're 100% correct. And However, why? Why? Just explain this to me because I'm like, he's a fucking stand up comic. I do think it is predominantly women, but I can I just say, I went out to dinner last night. Nothing is all one gender or the no, other. No, no, I no. apologize. For, I went out to dinner last night, and, um, you know, I've actually been keeping my, my husband's a big John Mulaney fan. So I've been keeping <laughs> him up to date with all the rumors and gossip because I just think it's so funny. And I, I agree. Like the fervor of um, attention for this particular celebrity scandal starring these two people, I have also been fascinated by. But so we went out to dinner and next table over was like these two normcore dads and their wives. And they were, the dads were in depth talking about the Seth Meyers, John Mulaney interview. They like could not believe what they had just seen. So I think it's like, it's, it's also an age thing. It's like, People our age really love John Mulaney. I mean, he isn't just a small-time comedian. Let's remember, he has hosted Saturday Night Live. That is a certain normie, Absolutely. like, I would, I would say he's one of the... I'd say right now, he's probably one of the five-ish most popular stand-ups. Yeah. But also, I feel we're not at... We're not at, like, a, a peak time in stand-up. Even though stand-up is everywhere, you get it on Amazon, you get it on Netflix, there's a lot of pro- proliferation of, like, stand-up comedy specials. But I don't think it's, like, the height of, like, Tim Allen and fucking Gallagher no. in the 80s, right? <laughs> yeah. So, and, like, <laughs> he's a guy who does funny voice work. He has a number of popular specials, and he's hosted SNL, and he plays a pig in an animated movie. 
He has been very open about his um, issues. Sure. So I think people do have a certain, um, they feel a certain personal connection to him already. But here's why women, especially, I think, or even men, are very interested. It's because he was so, it seemed like so into his wife. Like, I have to say, every every time I've this read about him. too. Is like everyone's like knows all all the details about his wife because he would say it. Like I feel like the reason I knew about her is because in interviews he would always bring up how much he loved her. I thought, wow, that's nice. And I knew that I knew for whatever reason that they weren't having kids. So I was like, okay, great, cool, child-free couple. That's fun. They had a cute dog. I remember. I remember he did um, my favorite, one of my favorite New York Times uh, pieces is. the Sunday routine and he did one and he like took his dog everywhere. And I thought that was fun. But so they all seemed good in the hood. Right. And then this year, I can't break down the timeline. I'm not that, I don't know that much about it, but I know he went to rehab. I know he divorced his wife and his wife was very open about it coming from nowhere. Okay. Yeah. So that's where things get interesting for women. Because any woman who's been in a relationship where she got dumped out of nowhere is suddenly like, like it's like a bad signal. (laughs) Like, uh, wait a minute. Like, what's the story here? So So that already gets people very interested. And then not only did he dump her and she was not ready for it. Divorce. Divorce is very serious. And she wasn't ready for it. He's hooking up. At first, we thought just hooking up with Olivia Munn. And Olivia Munn, girls don't like Olivia Munn. I don't have a problem with oh, her. Oh, I, I know. Yeah, I mean, that's another. <laughs> I, I guess I'm, I'm understanding this a little bit more because it's like she is a very attractive woman. I mean, trust me, like as someone who works and follows sports, like she dated Aaron Rodgers for a long time. And like wherever she goes, there's like people who hate her, people who hate this relationship, people who yeah. think she's great, people who think that she's like this talentless like model who's like lucked into this like television and movie career based on nothing. I don't I, I don't know. I I liked watching her on like video game television or whatever the hell it was. I have no beef with her. Ago. Yeah, me neither. I, but I know that people hate her. And yeah, yeah. like, I guess she wrote a book that was like kind of sexist. I don't know. I don't. I don't know enough about it. All I know is from yeah, what I've seen. Yeah, she wrote like some girl bossy thing that was like, actually, girl bosses suck. Or <laughs> yeah, like I don't that. know. It was something people, but women, women especially, I think it's fair to say, maybe some guys hate her. So not only did John Mulaney unceremoniously just dump his wife who we all th- everyone thought he was obsessed with he dumped her for this woman that everyone has agreed sucks <laughs> and then the final like this new development of she's pregnant and everyone thought that he was like child free so it's like just a final blow i mean who knows maybe it's not the final blow maybe more is going to come out but like it's just such a it's you take away the names even. That's a juicy scandal, no matter who the celebrity is. Yeah, I just, from my from my perspective, it seems like Mulaney is like a real, I don't know, because I don't really watch that much stand-up comedy. I don't follow his like podcast appearances or whatever. Like, he just Me seems neither. like a very odd celebrity for people to be hyper-obsessed with. 
and like well, I, doing true crime stories <laughs> about like who he's been dating and like when he's been doing drugs. And it's like, this guy is like a nerdy stand-up comic who does this like Jerry Seinfeld in a suit thing. Well, here's the thing. I'm sure a lot of, I'm sure this has happened to many celebrities, but it's not happening as publicly. Like it's so public and that information is so out there that people can really, as you said, like mm-hmm. become detectives and sink, sink their teeth into it. And it is juicy. So, so I really think if you took the names away and you plugged in another like B, let's say B plus list celebrity, then I think that I think it would be the same. People would still be really interested, but okay. it just so happens to be these two. All right. All right. And let's well, just we've, hope- we've, we've solved it, solved it ourselves. And let's just hope that they will accept our offer of being on Big Brother Celebrity. Exactly. And then we can really clear it all up. <laughs> give the give the timeline detectives even more information. To so Mun is Mun is off the list. Mulaney's mm-hmm. off the list, or they're on yeah. the list. I've got some. We've spent like ten minutes on this, and we haven't even gotten to any of my completely jacked, crazy caffeine meets four loco picks okay my first pick is a gentleman he is accomplished in the world of television he knows a lot about game shows he is cutthroat (gasps) cutthroat oh my god you're not (laughs) you're not you're not he has is potentially problematic with his thoughts about women (laughs) it is Mike Richards. He's available. Oh He's available. You did. You did. I can't believe you Mike did. Mike Richards is available and he is the puppet master, the chess master. You're right. Actually, this is a brilliant pick. This is really good. I want to, I should have said this earlier. I'm picking a ton of psycho problematic people today. Okay. This is no way an endorsement of their behavior. Right, 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 right. No, this I think that's is, genius. I want people who are going to do blindsides, make chaos moves, get into fights, and be horrible on television. I don't endorse being mean. I don't want people to be sexist or racist or anything, but I am picking people who have a high chance of chaos. That is all. It is not an endorsement of personal behavior. It is for fun, a just for full chaos. Yeah, I'm really concerned now, actually, because I think your list is going to be way better than mine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, that's really good. Let me give you a gal. Okay. Who I would love to see on Big Brother Celeb. Let me take you back to the early aughts when time was simple and we were all watching Disney Channel, particularly a show called Even Stevens, Even Stevens starring one Christy Carlson Romano. Do you remember her, Brett? I was not a Disney Channel person. Well, the reason I have her now is she has started a YouTube channel. And I guess for a while she was making really basic ass YouTube, like, here's how I cook my favorite cookies. But recently she started making videos that are all about like, like just being like, why Shia LaBeouf and I don't talk anymore. Katy Perry stole my recording career. I am irrelevant. (laughs) She sounds like a great contestant on Big Brother. She's just constantly, and it's like, she's not talking shit necessarily, but she's just 
like wringing out any possible juice her life has for the YouTube hits. And I respect it. She just put up a video like the other, uh, either yesterday or today, she put up a video like, my 9-11 story. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, God. I'm just like, this girl has got it. She will bring, she will be the one who you're like, oh, thank God the feeds are on because she's going to accidentally say something that she should not be saying. So that's, that's there's fantastic. a gal for you. Yeah, yeah. I been, I, I'm not very familiar with her, but that's, uh, she sounds great. She sounds yes. <laughs> amazing. She's not afraid to use a bold face name in a YouTube title to get some hits. So every year on Big Brother, here's my next pick. I'll give you a woman. Every year on Big Brother, there's one, there's two, there's three women who are like, I am not here for a showman's. I'm here for myself. I'm here for my own personal game. I'm here to win. And then two days in, they're like, Jack is very attractive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling it. So yeah. this is a person who I would almost put in very different, but like there is an obsession about this person and her romantic life in a way yeah. that there is around John Mulaney. <laughs> she's always okay. single. She's a very popular. She's very accomplished. But I just want to see what happens with her and with a bunch of single men. Her name. She's old, though. I, I She's old. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. She's 31. Her name is Taylor Swift. Her name is Taylor Swift. (laughs) It's pretty old. That is old. Too old to be like a dating on Big Brother, but, Mm -hmm. you know. Well, listen, if the guys on the show are John Mulaney and Mike Richards, maybe not so bad. Maybe there's Can I go back to back really quickly with another guy? Because he is also, his dating career is is publicized. For all I know, he might have dated Taylor Swift. I don't know. I don't follow dating stuff. I don't know what this guy's deal is, but he's on the tabloids. I don't quite understand what's like, I mean, I, I do like, I understand what's like kind of attractive about him because like, I'm a guy who goes in the world and I see like guys like this with like really hot women. I'm like, what in the fuck? Yeah. And I look at myself. I want to see <laughs> yeah. what's going on. I don't know what kind of big brother player he'd be. I, I just want to see what's going on. I want to see how he'd react with other people. I want to see him Get a Taylor Swift. Get an Olivia Munn. Okay. His name is Pete Davidson. Wow. Okay. That <laughs> yeah. is, that is, uh, okay. Is he like a, is he like a jerk or something in real life? Or is he just like a fucking weirdo? He's, Cause he's like dating yeah. Ariana Grande and Kate Beckinsale at the same well, time. Well, that's what I was about to say. Like, why do you need to see him get with Taylor Swift or Olivia Munn? He's already pulling like grade A babes. So, he doesn't really need to get some more. He's doing great on his own. There is something about someone who l- appears to be addicted to heroin that just sucks up like really amazingly hot women. I think there's something about, listen, when you're young and you've got nothing else to do on a Saturday night, you know what you're doing? You're watching SNL and you're having a sexual awakening to one of the guests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think Pete Davidson just happens to be the young one for this generation. They all love him. I think he's very charming and very charismatic. I don't I don't know if he's uh, psycho in real life. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. He's really young. <laughs> Aren't we yeah, all he's psycho like at that age? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, possibly. But I don't know. He seems like he's okay. He's an okay guy. He just likes to date. That's not, that's not a crime. Let's remember, whether it's, whether it's Pete Davidson or Taylor Swift, 
you're allowed to date around. Have your fun. I no, yeah, as someone who dates. Yeah. I can't. I would Whether love to pull. Brett, a, <laughs> I'd love to pull a Beckinsale. But here's I don't care. My, she's a decade older than me. Let's go. Can I just say, Kate Beckinsale is looks the best. Is the best looking person with a ponytail. <laughs> I don't know how she's she gorgeous, does it. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She, I know she's gorgeous no matter what. But like, no one looks better with a ponytail than Kate Beckinsale. I don't know how she does it. It's great. It's okay. a great insight that you brought to the podcast today. Thank you. <laughs> Okay. Do you want to know my real next male pick or the yeah. one that I just thought of because I felt competitive because your first pick was so good? Both. Okay. So my initial pick for my next male was someone who I thought, as we mentioned, someone who knows the entertainment business, who knows how to make a splash, who knows how to create drama. And I believe would know how to do that on a TV show. And that would be Lil Nas X. Oh, he'd be amazing. Amazing. I'm stoked. I want him to win. I, yeah. And imagine his confessionals, like his diary room would be so good. I mean, he's too <laughs> big so a star. Good. There's no way, but like, I just thought he'd be a great cast member. Okay. Do you want to know who I replaced yeah. him with? Yeah. After I heard Mike Richards. <laughs> <laughs> Bean dad. <laughs> Bean dad. <laughs> You guys remember Bean Dad? Yeah, he was a he was a milkshake duck about like six weeks ago, right? Or maybe well, he longer. Like, he just did a tweet. There was this man who did a tweet thread who was like, "My daughter's hungry," and I told her to open a can of beans. She didn't know how, and I refused to teach her. And it was like this huge, like multi-day discourse. It sparked on like article, like <laughs> Atlantic articles, being like, "Is Bean Dad an abusive father?" so stupid <laughs> so i say bring him on big brother celebrity that's good that's good i mean you know who's not yeah. helping out in the kitchen and who all the people are like bean dad comes in <laughs> he doesn't like finish he, like, he leaves raw chicken out on the oh, counter yeah 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 all right i have um um i have another man okay. who is guaranteed to cause drama he knows that he also knows the the industry very well. I feel it's a little bit of a repetitive pick with my Mike Richards pick, which is so brilliant. It is brilliant. But this guy is a known nightmare psychopath, and this is right. this is just all I want to add to the show. He's okay. acclaimed film director David O. Russell. Oh my god! <laughs> highbrow! What a highbrow yeah. ad! Silver Linings Playbook. He three would scream, kings. yes. Three, yeah. He almost got into a fist fight with George Clooney on the set of Three Kings. Yeah, this I, is someone who absolutely, but maybe perhaps a first boot can't. Like someone's got to be voted out yeah. first. This is like purely a Frenchie sort of pick, purely a cornbread sort of pick. So I just again, I I I don't endorse like getting like making Lily Tomlin cry on the set of I Heart Huckabees, oh, but. No. In this, in the context of Big Brother, I don't know. Might be make, fun. Make someone cry. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, ex exactly. Well, in the vein, in that vein, let me give my final male pick. Yeah. Um. Again, I kind of, I couldn't, I couldn't decide between these two. So maybe you can make the decision for me. I'm another YouTuber. Oh God! Someone who knows his brand, and I might not like it, but it gets a lot of people going. PewDiePie. 
Jake Paul. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Paul brothers are like 100% on a list for Big Brother Celebrity. Like, 100%. the call is out. The call is 100% like, out to their representative. Can CBS afford them? I don't yeah. think they can. They're like, all right, I have to go live in a house for three weeks and only get paid $900,000. Or I can make $25 million getting punched in the face by yes. Floyd Mayweather for one night. Exactly. I so, mean, yeah, these, like they might be too rich for, for, for CBB3. These dinosaur networks just can't compete with these creators <laughs> yeah, who really sorry, understand sorry. their brands. Exactly. <laughs> they can't. Okay, and then along My brand the lines- is I'm an asshole <laughs> and I have the most punchable face in the world and I'm just going to get punched. And I know it and I'm selling tickets. I mean, good for him. Great. And then my other, the one I couldn't be- decide between was either him or... I mean, the top podcaster in the world, oh, Mr. Joe Rogan. Rogan. There, I would just be concerned about the Jake Paul Rogan alliance. Like you put in people who know no, each other. No, they can't go in at the same time. It's okay. choosing in between. Oh, I and see, the, I see, I see. I just think the problem is, I think Joe Rogan would actually be like a freaking puppet master and everyone would just do what he said. He'd be like Russell on Survivor. <laughs> I just... You know what? I'm taking I'm taking him off the list. He's not going in the house. We don't want Joe Rogan. No, we don't there. want Joe Rogan. We want being you know, dead. <laughs> we don't want Joe Rogan waking up. And you know how like the contestants now, the house guests do it, like their fake podcasts or their fake talk shows where they go in the, the room. And it's oh, like, yes. this guy has enough of a platform already. Exactly. He doesn't need to command I, the live I feeds rescind, at 6 a.m. and talk about it. I my offer. Um, my final name. This is someone who... Might be triggering to be in a an enclosed environment with a with a bunch of people all vying for political success, but she also knows it. She knows this situation very well, like the back of her hand, and I think she's managed it wonderfully to her own personal benefit. She's English. She's Canadian. She's American. Nobody knows what she is. She's. Queen Princess Meghan Markle. Ooh, that would be so good. Ugh, yeah. I would love that. I'm but just saying, like, she's used fun. to navigating the politics of like an enclosed sort of she'd palatial be too good. environment. Yeah, she's way yeah. too polished. I don't think she'd actually be fun. It would be amazing to have her, but she is just too aware of the cameras. She would be like Xavier. She would just <laughs> like break up all the fights. <laughs> She'd be like, think about your, you know, your grandparents are watching. Don't do this. Right when we were about to get a really juicy fight. Mm, yeah, maybe I'm wrong there. Maybe I'm wrong there. My final pick, there's no way you've heard of her. <laughs> but Someone less famous than Christy Carlson Romano? <laughs> She's more famous, but you still don't know her. She is currently the engine that is keeping real housewives of Beverly uh, Hills nope. going. Her name is Erica Jane. She is involved in a massive lawsuit, class action lawsuit, because her husband, who was a class action lawyer, the lawyer that um, that the man lawyer in Aaron Brockovich was based off of, <laughs> turns out bad guy in real life and was stealing money from all of those victims. Oh, my God. Um, and now she's part of that uh, potential lawsuit. She is... She has lost everything. She's at the bottom. She's divorced. She divorced him. She doesn't have any money anymore. She might be, you know, in a lot of trouble for steal- uh, being, you know, an accessory to stealing money from all of these victims. She's got nothing to lose. So I say bring her on to 
Celeb BB, she needs the money and let her start some shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have, uh, I'm personally disgusted by anybody who's on a Real Housewife show. Um, well, you loved Randy. You know, like, but, uh, yeah, but that, <laughs> as I was going to say, I know I know one of them is going to be on Celebrity Big Brother 3. Yeah. You know, I'm excited to learn about one of them, I guess. <laughs> you know, Brandy turned out to be a, a, a true a psycho. Yeah. You know, I I like the competition. for I, I think the format of just like we're drunk and we, we're rich and we go out to brunch and we're mean to each other and we talk on speakerphone is like yeah. the worst th- thing. Like I'd rather I'd rather stare at a wall. Sure. Um. So yeah, we're gonna learn about someone. May, I mean, who knows? Eric, if she's got no money, as you say, she needs. She's to calling. She's calling pay a JCM. Lot of <laughs> she's calling yeah. JCM. She's calling LCM. She's calling mm-hmm. CBS. She's calling the Equalizer. Yeah. She's calling NCIS. She's time. like, get me on CBS. <laughs> uh, so, so cool. That's our cast. That's a good cast. I think, I think this a, is a solid. I think it's yeah. I think it's gonna be better than like. Whatever they come up with. They're going to get some political freak, but there really aren't that as many as there were during the last administration. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of... Um, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of desire, even on CBS, as, as we've discussed. I don't know if there's going to be a desi- desire for an Amorosa or a Sean Spicer. Like, I think at this point, there's sort of an understanding these people truly are poisonous, disgusting Filth. Uh, you think way too highly of them. I think <laughs> was, if they get yeah. the chance to get fucking Tommy Loren on it, they're going to. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's our Celeb BB picks. Please tweet at us any thoughts you have, any wish lists you have, whether you agree or disagree with our picks, let us know. And now let's talk about the current Big Brother that is still happening. Um, and we're Big Brother 23. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Statement of fact. Yes. Danielle and I did not watch Sunday night's episode. No, no. We knew what happened. Yeah, I know I, I know everything that happens in this house. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fool me. But we did watch Wednesday and Thursday, and I will actually say I got quite misty on both Wednesday and Thursday nights. I thought, um, like, it's Big Brother. It's like, it, it, it's bland. It is what it is. Yeah. We're not crazy about this season. But I think, I think, think the c- conclusion of both episodes were actually quite emotional um, for different reasons. And, um, you know, we're getting towards the end. And hey, man, cookout, final six, we did it. Totally. Congrats to them. Here's the thing. I tweeted this as well. Claire is clearly a great person, a great person, a great friend. Like, there's no denying that. Does that make her particularly interesting to me on Big Brother? No, I'm sorry. It doesn't. I was not that upset to see her go. I knew it was just, it just feels so inevitable. Her and Alyssa. I like Alyssa too, but I was just like, all right, let's go. Let's get it moving. Come on, get them out of here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's funny. I watched the episodes in reverse. I watched Thursday nights because like, hey, it's a little live double eviction like I got to check in on that and I, I watched Wednesdays afterwards and I was like because the beginning of the episode started with 
like uh, Alyssa being like, hey, isn't it weird that everyone here is black <laughs> and I'm not? <laughs> it's like, shut up. What's wrong with you? Well, and it's not like just, they're going to be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I, I wish was like, man, is, is Alyssa like, we like, we like Alyssa. On the, we'd like Alyssa. We but I was like, man, is Alyssa this dumb about stuff sometimes? And then z- rewind, fast forward for me, but rewind for everybody else to Wednesday night. Zingbot is like, yo, Alyssa, you're dumb. And she doesn't <laughs> yeah. even get the joke. Which was cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it was a nice moment. It was a nice piece of television. Tiffany telling Claire and Claire understanding, but being upset. It was, it was nice. I just... I couldn't care that much because I did watch it live. Like I was really yeah. excited to see how it would go down live. I, it's just these people are who they are. Like I knew Claire was. It's not like Claire's going to flip a table suddenly. We said this <laughs> on last week's episode. We said like she's going to go up and go home, and she's going to be like, "Yep, fine sure. with it. Sounds yeah. good. Sounds good. I'm upset, but sure." You okay, know. but here's my concern. I okay. guess I can't really get into this until we get into. Spoilers. Yeah, we have to save it for a little bit. All right. Well, then let's talk about a couple other things. Let's talk about the Big Brother music songs. Yes. So Wednesday's episode, clearly a little light on the content because there's I no wish we question. had more of that this the, yeah. during the season than the other stuff. Like, this was actually fun. Aza, <laughs> Aza, bless her. You know, what's she doing in that house? She's having a good time. <laughs> She's singing. She's got a great voice. She's got the best style and she's just amusing herself with these songs. And so Big Brother edited together a fun little package called Big Brother Music. Why did they have to call it music songs? I think because Derek F was narrating it and we know (laughs) Derek F is not. He's fantastic in the DR, but he has some strange diction choices in the DR. We got two different. He got to vote. Two people out on Thursday night, and he did his. He, he we got two different <laughs> versions of I sadly to a vote. But he no, he did one of them correctly. He no, said he, no. I evict. I think he said I said he said for Claire I sadly evict Claire, and for the other one he said I sadly to evict Alyssa. So there you go. I sadly we're, evict Claire. That makes we're sense. moving in the right. Yeah. yeah. Usually you say I vote to evict. No, he's evicting her. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a cute little package. I was just like, as you know, I did the same thing as you. I watched Thursday first and then I went back and I was on a little bit of a time crunch watching the Wednesday night episode. So I was like, why is this wasting my time? <laughs> like, and in the moment I didn't, I was not appreciative of it. But I do listen, they gotta show off a little personality of the house guests. That was the most personality I saw from Oz all yeah. season. Because her, I, you know, she doesn't really get many DRs, and I think for the most part they're quite rehearsed. Or she gets a lot of like utility DRs where they're like, where she's like, in this competition, I have to stack blocks and align right. them in a thing. It's like, all right, yeah, she's great at that. But or as we saw, they're her like crushing on Xavier and then setting her up for a real zing from Zingbot. Oh yeah, that was good. That was good. Um. I would like to, I don't know if they showed Xavier's reaction to that. Like, is well, he aware? I saw, 
I saw like the after Zingbot happened, I saw the feeds and Mm -hmm. she was actually really pissed about it and really mad at Xavier (laughs) Xavier. And he was like not making things better because he, you know, when you're mad about something and someone just won't let you be mad, they're like, well, what's wrong? Why can't we talk about it? You know, it's not me. You know, I don't feel that way about you. You know, I think you're great. Right. And you're just like, I just want to be left alone. Yeah. Like, stop. It's not my job to comfort you right now. I just want to be mad. That's what he was doing, and it was really annoying. Freaking Xavier. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> some of these things were a little bit off. Like, Claire is Bigfoot. That was horrible. Derek what? F's was horrible. Um, Derek F's was so close to being great, because it was Big D. You've made quite the mark this season. The punchline should be on the fucking blue couch that you never get up from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Not on the toilet. Like, no, that's so weird. Is we that don't like know a anything about joke this. about his no. size? Is yeah. it a joke about his IBS that we've never we don't know about? Same thing with the Claire Bad. thing. Hey Claire, I thought I saw Bigfoot, but it was you. It's like, what? Does she have big feet? <laughs> Does she walk around she like a monster? Yeah. Like, it was it. You know. <laughs> These should be things that we that we the audience know about these characters, and it was like, yeah, with DF, he doesn't leave the the Shay's Lounge. That's where he's made the mark. It was so but, simple that they wanted to go in that, but then they went in this other direction that wasn't as funny. Yeah, like Kylan's was good because we all agree oh, Kylan yeah. talks too much and doesn't make any sense, especially all the customer service lines he's been trying to get in touch with. I also didn't really like Tiffany's. I think Tiffany's like such a great character. They could have done something like, has it even been that a part of the show? The fact that she's like the oldest house guest? Not really. Yeah. And she doesn't yeah. look like, you, I mean, obviously she looks amazing. So it's not like, it's not like a cornbread or Kevin situation yeah. or like Steve the cop where it's clearly like this old person hanging out with a bunch of youths. Like she looks the same age as Xavier. So Yeah, and it's like she spends all of her time with Claire and Hannah, who are like two of the youngest people in the house. Like she, her age is clearly not a detriment to her her performance at all. No, and she's not that old. I mean, we're not as old as her, so yeah, exactly. So you can say that. Um, I thought Hannah's was good because I've said this. (laughs) Yeah, and Asa has said it as well. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So uh, Hannah's was good. And then who else even was there? X um, was like, you're staring your reflection too much. It was sort of a. Yeah. Like you're yeah, arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that was fair. it. That was it. I mean, honestly, I, I wish Zingbot happened like two weeks ago. Like we just yeah. needed like more people on it. Yeah. I At agree. this point, we, you know, we only have eight people left in the house. I don't know. We need more jokes. We need, we need more. Do we it at, do at 10, m- you know, more zings. Like they should each get a cu- several. Cause if they're just doing these one, Per person, they're flops. Bigfoot, come on. What? What? It should be a tight <laughs> one minute set on each of them. Yeah. Get Mulaney. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mulaney can be sing about it in our season. Um, and then, I don't know, they did the tiny veto. Alyssa won. That was like an exciting moment on, like, in real lifetime, thinking, oh, Alyssa won. And now we get to see her, Tiffany, either put up Claire and ruin her game or not put up Claire and ruin her game. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, that was what we called out last week. Like that was the that was the only scenario that was interesting just to see what she would do, because even if she did, you know, what you we kind of thought she would do, it's still a heartbreaking 
uh, you know, maneuver. And, and it was, it was really emotional to watch. We've seen that these two people become really, really close and you see Tiff in real time break poor Claire's heart and it broke, it broke her heart to do it. Um, you know, it's like, it's a move, you know, it's like, it just didn't didn't feel great to watch it. But, and to your point, like Claire, Claire gets it. It was interesting that I think the one thing about this that, you know, we'll, we'll touch back on in spoilers, you know, about who wins HOH this week is like, and I didn't watch Sunday night's episode. X is like pissed off at Tiffany. He's like, why did she win HOH? It was not her turn to do that. And it's like, but this is how it plays out. And like, right. yo, it, Alyssa, you know, Alyssa leaves and you start crying the next night and like, you need sympathy and stuff. Like, this is yeah. what happens. People have to make, it's every, it's going, it's eventually going to be everyone's turn to say goodbye to their plus one. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be, you didn't win HOH. You didn't win the HOH competition. Just quit complaining. And yeah. X is unhappy with the fact that she wins HOH and puts up him and Alyssa. He wants to win the veto and take off Alyssa to prove a point to her. Um, and then he's upset with how Tiffany is going to expose, you know, tell Claire about what's about to happen to her. And he doesn't like Hannah's plan about calling it a deal that she'd made. He doesn't like, but he doesn't suggest any other way to go about it. He's just being yeah. petulant and upset because for whatever reason, because he doesn't like Tiffany, you know, as you have called out many times this season, that that's definitely two people kind of butting their heads within this um, yeah. alliance all year. And then, hey, the next night you're up and Alyssa's gone. So, and then he's, and again, like she's out and he's standing there crying and being upset about it. So like, Stop being mean to other people about this very personal thing that everyone had to go through, whether it was Kylan yeah. and Sarah Beth or Hannah and DX. Like, it sucks. Stop being it's, a baby. I mean, another reason I'm glad that it's finally just the cookout is like, as a team, the cookout tried to micromanage every single thing. And in ways that like were baffling to me where I was like, or just tell the truth or just straight up backdoor this person or just like, like there. And I think it actually did start with X's first HOH. Cause remember yeah. it was backdooring Brent. And instead of just like letting it be a simple backdoor, they concocted this whole scheme about who's saying what, and they lied to Brent's face and, and it was just so convoluted. And it just has consistently stayed that way until thank God now the non cookout people are gone and so maybe they all stop doing that or attempting to do that. And what's the difference at final seven, whether or not you reveal the. That was crazy to <laughs> it's me. Like, because <sighs> if hand. Okay. So say, okay. Say Tiffany, which she didn't. Tiffany lied to Claire. Claire goes through tears. She goes, are you in an alliance with them? And Tiffany says, no. And that's something right. that Tiffany's going to have to answer for. At the, she you, whether it. she makes yeah. it to final two or afterwards, after the cameras are off. So she says, yeah, I'm actually, I've actually been in alliance with these people the entire time. Who's Claire going to tell? First of all, Claire can't do anything. The decision's been made. She's going home. Alyssa, what is Alyssa going to do? Either way, Alyssa, the Alyssa's only chance in this game is to win HOH that week. So like, you know, making that reveal, what does that change? Alyssa's still going to be competing for the HOH on the double eviction night, you know, like. Of course yeah. she is. She knows the power of, of that. Unless 
X was like, oh no, I'm gonna convince Alyssa that she needs to throw it or something like that. But I don't think Alyssa is that type of player. So no. at this point, reveal it because you're gonna want to reveal it. You're gonna want people to understand what you've been doing this yeah. entire time, especially to someone like Claire who appreciates really strong gameplay. And exactly. it's like something of like a, you know, a mental player herself. This was, this is like such a misplay on Tiffany's part because already I've been seeing like little tweets and updates of how things are going in the house. She's getting like, history is being rewritten where her part in the cookout is being totally downplayed by like Derek F, you know, <laughs> but here's the problem. History is written by the winners. So yeah. if, if, like she's sort of letting them get away with it. She is such an important person this season and an important person for the cookout. She's instrumental to their success and having them get this far. And I'm just, it's going to be such a bummer. I think she is going to go out this week. I Me mean, too, yeah. I think they're playing veto right now. Listen, Alyssa won veto the last time. Things can happen. She could win, but if she doesn't, she's leaving. And it's just a, a very unsatisfactory ending for such an exciting player um, that it's like, that's the, that's sort of the issue with the season is like very great that they made it to final six, but like, are we really going to have like a DF and Xavier final two? That's not that exciting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, just to back it up to Thursday a little bit, and we can kind of get into specifics about uh, the present and the future. Like when Alyssa went home, and it was and it was finally the six of them. I was like, "Holy shit!" And we haven't been—I don't think we've been um, critical of the cookout. We've just been honest about like it's not particularly exciting to watch. We like right. everybody. It's amazing how they are proceeding with surgical. Precision. Surgical, yes, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> in enacting their plan and how they've kept this six together in a way that every other season, and despite a lot of infighting, despite there being sort of a guys versus girls within there, despite Tiffany and Xavier butting heads, despite Derek X and Ozza being their own separate little tribe that kind of does their own thing, despite Kylan being pretty much disliked by all of them. <laughs> No alliances survive like that. They always like take the shot at final eight. We're like, you right. know what? There's Alyssa and Clara left, but I just need to get Kylan out because I can't stand looking at his face anymore. Yeah. It's amazing to see how they did that. Also with the context of the 22 years leading up to it, how important this is to them, how important this is to many, many, many people watching it. It was emotional. Seeing the six of them like hug each other and be like, we did it was emotional. And I was emotional about a game that I was like, man, this is a kind of boring and I like everybody, but I'm not like, I, I'm rooting, I think, for for Tiffany and, and Hannah the most, I, I think. But it was it yeah. was really great to see like, hey, we actually did that despite some of our complaints that it's like, hey, it's not the most exciting season of Big Brother to watch. A hundred percent. They did it. It was. It's like very powerful to see the six of them yeah. and then like the all the pictures black and whited out <laughs> of their destruction. Um like for sure. It's I've said this the entire season. They are the strongest alliance to ever come out of Big Brother. Yeah. They are gonna go down, they are already in history. Everyone will always reference the cookout and how strong an alliance they are. And I don't think I I'm comfortable saying no alliance will ever be as strong as them. Like they are one in a million. However, 
I think we need to get to spoilers. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's do, okay. That. let's do that. Okay. Goodbye, Alyssa. So spoiler Goodbye, Claire. Goodbye. Um, so Kyle and Wins HOH. And <laughs> yeah, first of all, boring. And so that it was a, it's just it was like, a spe- it was a speaking competition. It was like a it was a debate <laughs> complaining competition. Complaining competition. <laughs> um, these cookies. Yeah, exactly. But then I had the cake pop. <laughs> um, but I, I just like immediately when I saw that Kyland won HOH. I, I this is how I felt. So I can only imagine how Tiffany felt. I was like, wow, Tiffany's done, and she threw her and for what. That's the thing. I know it's historic and I think it's amazing and props to them truly. But like, it just sucks that I really think it sucks that Tiffany's just going to get the shaft now. Yeah. She's going to get sixth place unless she wins veto. I, I, she's not going, she's, she's not winning the game, you know, unless she wins, yeah. sorry, back it up. Unless she wins veto, she's going home. She is clearly a thorn in Xavier's side, a thorn in Kylan's side. She is clearly the the at least the flashier strategist. She's won a couple HOHs. Yeah, she is a huge target in this game, and <sighs> she. I don't. And, and you know, it's hard to at final six. There's so few people to nominate, but she didn't foster the relationships with the other with with X and Kylan, and this was coming. And she threw this all she she made this decision she's like i don't want to be the person that sends one of these five other people home right but for 750k maybe kylan though <laughs> yeah right <laughs> that maybe, maybe the popcorn F? like maybe come the popcorn on. boy i don't know yeah <laughs> I, it's and that's the thing is like i kept wanting it to be just the final six already because like great then the game play will bust open we'll get to see some like real intense strategy and backstabbing but it actually just feels like another week where i think tiffany will just i think she'll kind of just accept it and we'll just walk out those doors no, I mean, I think we are very, very much coasting at this point to a Kyle yeah. or Xavier win. It all just depends on who wins that final HOH and whether, you know, whether Kylan takes Xavier to the end or he takes Derek F. Like, I, I think it's going to be one of those three guys who wins unless yeah. we get like this amazing comp streak off of Hannah or something like that. And she's won a few. Can uh, we just, I, yeah. I, li- I really like Azza. <laughs> Also, I like it too, yeah. But her performance in the HOH competition, like, were you watching her? The was this the the like the boom pow wham zap? Yes. One, yeah. She. Oh she, God, yeah. She's like she. Julie was like, pick a card, and she's like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> I think I think it was that she thought that she was just eliminated after the first one, and so she just stopped playing. But it was painful to watch. I was like, Aza, please, please. Like, everyone already thinks you're a flop. Like, don't <laughs> give them more to work it's with. It's hard because it's like this goes by so quickly and you're like, you're adrenaline, you're amped up. Yeah. You're really afraid about doing something stupid. You know millions of people are watching you. But also, like, all these quiz ones, all these quiz HOHs, when you get the question wrong, you're done. Right. And then, but now it's a points one, I, you know, so it's, it's hard. And I, it kills me. I was like, no, <laughs> you're already like, they already treat her as like the joke of the show that I was just like, great. Now they have this to work with. Um, should we, I mean, we need to get to questions. I have a couple just minor things. Okay. Sorry. No problem. Murray. 
He's got long hair. He's got a big black glove, like glove. he's an evil genius, <laughs> like he's like an evil doctor, like Doctor No, uh, James yeah. Bond villain. Just give it up for Murray. Give it up for Murray. Great stage handing. Kyland, our man, speaking to the speaking to the manager. He has he ends up being the second nominee against Alyssa on the the second eviction. He opens like, oh, I love you, all this stuff. Um, I love everybody. I, you know, keep me for your personal game. And I don't feel anything negative towards Alyssa. I don't know if that has been confusing. What? He so he says like, oh yeah, I was I was like, I it was know. weird because it's like I didn't know that there was like this beef there. It's like you made it a thing by saying it out loud because I. Right. I he he kind of is like defending himself. Like there's this assumption that he hates Alyssa for some reason. It was that was just really strange. And you know, we we like to I wrote like it to, off. I was like, I don't even know what I never know what he's talking about. <laughs> we just like to we like to dunk on Kyle, Kyle on this show. Yeah. Um and uh Julie's dress. Yes. I, of course we couldn't not discuss this as much as I wish we could not. Um what? This dress had a white bodice with a drop waist, which then flared. Definitely. It was fitted on top. It was white, but had black sleeves and a black lace detail above the bust. It hit at mid-knee and had three-quarter length sleeves. This dress was found at the bottom of a Bargain bargain oh, wow. basement bin for last year's Missouri Winterfest. Oh, wow. Okay? Oh my God. Like this, this, this dress was such a dud. I couldn't Whoa. believe my eyes. I couldn't believe my eyes. I couldn't. Julie Chen is a joke. <laughs> Julie Chen is a mess. She is a big fat mess. This is, she's a clown. Okay. Everything this week about Julie Chen has led me to believe this, including this outfit. It is not hot. I thought it was clean. I thought it was classy. I thought it was like Joe Biden had invited her over to dinner. Wow. It was like, it was white with a little bit of black. It was like, this is my third wedding dress. I'm getting married for a third time. I want to wear white, but let's be real. You know. This is my third, you know, mm-hmm. we've all been through it. I've got adult children, you know, I don't, it doesn't need to be like, you know, pure white. It's got <laughs> a little bit of black in there. Uh, I'd give it a hot. i give it a hot. Wow. All right. We'll get to questions. Okay. Um, let's pull up some cues. Well, I just want to say the Saboteur BB sent us pictures of Julie Chen said namesake stress. Yikes. So. I don't no, think I it was, it was a good nice, yikes. I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting, clean dress. I like it. It's not a good yikes. Don't want to be eating ketchup <laughs> on, with that dress on. Okay. Um, from Ryan B. Dash, if you could have a meal by Aza, what would you want her to cook? Uh, apparently, her mashed potatoes are really good. So um, I don't go know. Yeah, days. I don't know what she cooks. That sounds good. She cooks everything in the house. She cooks and everything? It all looks, yeah, it all looks amazing. She makes Mac like, and cheese? That sounds good. 
every night she she's like, all right, we're having steak, fish, a vegetable, <laughs> a carb, like, and she makes it all. She makes like these this dough pastry. I forget what it's called. Maybe it's like called puff puffs or something from scratch. Do you know how hard it is to bake from scratch with no recipe? No, you gotta she's be very a, talented. You have to be a literal genius to do that. Yeah, she's a genius. Um, from the saboteur BB, what's your personal ranking of each cookout member? First to sixth of who you want to win BB23. I mean, okay. I'll go. Tiffany okay, go. one. Chata yeah. two. This is going to be controversial. I'll say X three. I'll say DF four. Aza five. Kyland eighth. <laughs> yeah, we're similar. I have. I'm going to put Frenchie. Say- I'm going to put Frenchie in there. And I think I'm, yeah, <laughs> the true, the original <laughs> cookout member. Yeah. Um, I would say, obviously, Tiff won. I actually, let's, honestly, I would put Xavier, too. No? I think he has done more than Hannah. Then I would put Hannah, three. Um, then, <laughs> you know what? I'll put Oz, a four. Then Derek, F, five. And then Kylan, six. <laughs> 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 I just like I like I do like how Aza truly has done no game moves whatsoever, but has told every HOH I'm coming after you, <laughs> like and <laughs> never has not seen the block. I don't know. There's something about that I enjoy. You, you know, I I would be stoked at this point to see like just this insane Aza run. Yeah, let's no, do right? it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, along those lines, from BB Fan zero twenty two, Aaron. Do you think Big Deer Aza will ever win anything? No. I agree. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I will say I will say this. If we have a winner that is not Xavier or Kyland, I think it will be an entertaining final yes. three weeks of the season. Absolutely. I mean, that's what I would I would hope for that. Um Do you think Big D would win over Kyland in a final two just because people people find Kyland so annoying and repulsive? Possibly. And like they don't want to give like Sarah. I was like, oh no! Now he's gonna take Sarah Beth to like Disneyland or something like that. They don't want to give her a present. Actually, well. no. Because here's the thing: this jury is gonna be the least bitter jury of all time. Oh my god! So they're really gonna recognize game, and I think they'll give it to who they think is the best game player, and they'll think that's Kylan over here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, spicy Marco BB. If BB twenty two never happened, and we had all stars next year. Who from this season would you want to see come back? I'm gonna give three. Okay, okay. You go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm gonna okay. give I'm gonna give two. Uh DX and Tiffany. Oh, I'm gonna give three. Frenchie, Tiffany, and DX. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, Frenchie. <laughs> um from Rennie Stan. Frenchie should be on celebrity big brother. Yeah, true. <laughs> he's a celebrity. I don't say he's like all stars worthy, but he's like no. definitely like a, a a crazy version of Big Brother worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, from Rennie Stan, not my burner. Considering it was a double eviction, wasn't Julie particularly unflustered? I mean, she did better than last week, but then I, oh my God, I was reading her about her post show interview with Claire, where Claire literally said the word, like, I wanted to leave with like respect and grace. And Julie Chen zeroed in, was like, Grace, because you're a Christian and you love God. What? <laughs> like, she is un, she's out of control. She's like Kanye West. She doesn't have a manager and she cannot be managed. And I think she needs one. Someone's got to rein Julie back in. Yeah. 
I don't watch any of these post-show interviews. I didn't watch it. I just read about it. Yeah, no. I was just saying I don't. I don't read them. Well, guys, what a fun episode. We hope you I, enjoyed. I will oh. say I will say this. There's one comment that we will. I have to put a pin in. Okay. At Matt Giesbrecht. Please tell me you're going to do a deep dive on the CBS Fall Preview Special. Well, <laughs> I do feel like we talked about the most important show about the CBS The Activist. Fall, the Activist. But I am happy to do a deep dive if there's a lot of shows that seem LOL. Yeah, I don't... So there's a special where they're all like, hey, it's me, young Sheldon, and I'm playing hoops <laughs> with Queen Latifah. And they're like and dancing. And like, they're just doing like TikTok dances with each other. <laughs> okay. I don't think... There is an amount that I could get paid to watch an hour of television, but I would probably need to get paid to watch it. Um, right. Maybe we will just like actually pull up the fall lineup and just give our thoughts. Yeah, we can do I a can't quick watch little the special. Yeah. Uh, we're not that desperate. A lot of actually good content is coming out these days. So we need to keep up with that. Um, but great comments, great requests. You know, sometimes we do fan requests, like when fans ask us to watch Face Off and all the Nicolas Cage movies. Yeah. So you never know. Send them in to Hey Julie BB on Twitter. Hey Julie, Big Brother. Hey, hey Julie, Big Brother podcast at gmail.com. Close <laughs> enough. That won't go to us. That'll go to some someone else. Um, and we'll see you next week. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie. <laughs>